Hi, I'm Tyler Simone, and this is the Happily Self-Conscious Podcast, the show where it's cool to be self-conscious. As a personal development enthusiast, I love to learn how I can become better in all areas of life, and I want to share with you transformative tips and tricks to help you also become your best self. Together, we'll learn how we can become more self-conscious. Let's do it. Welcome to episode number 12 of the Happily Self-Conscious Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I have a very special episode for you today, and it's special because I have an announcement to share with you. The topic of the episode is pretty great too, (laughs) and every episode is special, but today is just a little extra, extra special. So stay tuned until the end of the episode for the announcement that I just can't wait to share with you. In the meantime, let's jump into today's episode. So today I really wanted to talk about beliefs, specifically personal or self-beliefs, which are the beliefs that we have about ourselves. I'll touch on self-talk and the ways that we can reframe the way we speak to ourselves so that it's more positive and helps us rather than hurts us because the way that we speak to ourselves can have pretty drastic effects on how we feel, which impacts how we move out in the world. Who we are and the things that we believe about ourselves is what creates our identity, among other things, you know, like your ethnicity, for example. But internally, your identity is this mixture of personal opinions, perceptions, beliefs, and even rules that you have for yourself. And the reason why those things are so important to examine is because they make up the filter through which you see the rest of the world. Which explains why you hear things like, you are what you believe, or what you perceive is what you believe. I do agree that whatever you perceive to be reality is a reflection of what you truly believe about yourself and the world. If you believe that love exists and that there are great people out in the world, that is what you'll see and experience. And the opposite is true, unfortunately. If you believe that no one in this world is trustworthy and that everyone is out to get you, that is what you'll see and you'll start to create that experience for yourself. That becomes your reality. I am currently reading this book called Soul Coaching, which is so good. It consists of a 28-day program that is meant to help you discover who you truly are, so your authentic self. I'm currently on day eight today, and there was recently a day where I was asked to look at my life as an observer by really taking a step back and examining my internal dialogue, my thoughts, my values, concepts, and perspectives about who I am. And the reason why this is so helpful is because sometimes we aren't even aware of the thoughts or beliefs that we have because they're so habitual. They're so normal for us. We might not even know that they're there. 
which is kind of scary to think about. But the thing is that the more aware we become about our beliefs, the better we understand ourselves and the more we can choose who we want to be. Because the reality is that a lot of what we believe about ourselves and the world was taught to us. We didn't necessarily choose the beliefs ourselves, depending on how we grew up, where we grew up, who raised us, and the statements we heard as children, we end up becoming this being that we are today. If you were maybe raised in an unsupportive environment, you might not even know that there are actually supportive people who would love to be there for you. Did you grow up to believe that men are untrustworthy? Well, a belief you might have is that all men are dangerous, untrustworthy, and should be avoided because of it. You can probably see how that belief would play a part in how you interact with men, what you expect of them, and fears you have deep, deep down. I reflect on my childhood a lot since starting my personal development journey because all of the answers are there. If you have any questions about your identity, take a second and think about where you came from. Belief systems are passed down sometimes, and I'm talking generational. And as much as we may not want to be like the people who raised us or people in our families, sometimes we will even treat ourselves the way our parents treated us. That is a quote from Soul Coaching, which I had to highlight because it's just so good. And it's not all bad. You know, the good thing about all of this is that the more self-aware we become, the better we get at choosing what stays and what goes. But it all does start with awareness and your willingness to just accept yourself. And this includes accepting limiting beliefs that you might have. Limiting beliefs are thoughts, a state of mind or judgments that you think to be true that restrict you in some ways. Limiting beliefs can come from family values, your personal life experiences, and education. And these beliefs could be about yourself or the world as a whole. You can have limiting beliefs about certain groups of people who have backgrounds that are different from yours, specific genders, and other things. When I think about limiting beliefs, they remind me of black and white thinking. With black and white thinking, there is no middle. There's no wiggle room. You just believe that, yes, this is true and I just know it. It's very, very dangerous and definitely limiting because your worldview is so small. The world and people, including yourself, are so complex and to have limiting beliefs is to reduce people and the world down to minute versions of what they actually are. When you accept these negative beliefs you might have because of what you've classified as quote-unquote bad, you can transform them into empowering beliefs, which means they become more positive. For example, I think that a limiting belief that people might have, specifically men, is that women nowadays are too independent. This is a limiting belief, if you think about it, because it can cause somebody to completely shut women down. Doing that it doesn't allow you to see the beauty in women today. So to transform this into an empowering belief is to maybe say, 
women today are a lot more strong-willed and capable of leadership and that could come in handy when it comes to being a mother and pursuing her own passions. That allows you to open your mind and to consider independence to be a good quality rather than a bad one. If you have a limiting belief about yourself, like I'm too trusting, you can turn that around into I have a big heart and have a lot of love to share. That sounds a lot more positive. You're acknowledging that, yes, I do tend to trust other people quite easily, but it's not a quote unquote bad thing. It's something about myself that I accept and actually love. It's not necessarily a negative trait. So not only can you transform negative beliefs, but you can choose not to live by them anymore if you don't want to. The things that you've been raised to believe may not truly make sense to you when you actually think about them or haven't been serving you up until this point. You can let them go, but you have to first acknowledge that they exist. I'm pretty sure I've talked about becoming a new version of yourself before because I 100% believe in that and I think it's a great thing to do. And this is a part of that process. Don't feel like the beliefs you've had for 20 something years of your life are beliefs that you need to carry on because you don't have to. The way in which you talk to yourself Self-talk is not something that should go unnoticed. If you're like me, you talk to yourself often. <laughs> I'm talking mentally and verbally, and I, I kind of have to talk to myself because I do live alone, and who else am I supposed to talk to? <laughs> In all seriousness, self-talk really has to do with your inner voice. The reason I wanted to make sure that I brought this up is because your beliefs are at the core of self-talk. Self-talk can either help you or it can hurt you if you're not careful. When your self-talk is negative, it is judgmental, critical, pessimistic, untrusting, worried. And you know what's interesting about self-talk is that people can tell when your self-talk is negative because you act the same way towards other people that you act towards yourself. The way in which you speak to yourself shows you can't even help it. You can only give what you have. And if you or someone else judges themselves really harshly, are critical, or they feel like nothing they can do is right, you will feel the same way towards other people a lot of times. The next time you encounter someone who is this way, just know that inside it's the same thing, if not worse. And it sucks to say, and it's even harder to look within yourself and to acknowledge that your self-talk is a little negative, but it's okay because you can change it anytime you want. Examine what it is you're saying to yourself. Is it true? Honestly, where did it come from? And choose to replace those negative thoughts or comments towards yourself with more positive ones. Forget about what you learned. Forget about what hasn't worked in the past. How do you want to be moving forward? If you want to feel better and be better, your self-talk is a great place to start. You'll start to enjoy being you and those around you will feel better being around you. The goal is always more love and more joy and it all starts with you. I'm going to give you a few reframes that you can start using today to change that self-talk and your limiting beliefs. Number one, bad things always happen to me. 
change that to, I am capable of handling anything life throws at me. Number two, I have so much to do, I'm overwhelmed. Change that to, I'm grateful for the opportunities that I have and I've been given these responsibilities only because I can handle them. And number three, I've never done this before and I don't think I'm capable. Change that to, this is new for me and I have the skills I need to adapt and rise to the occasion. I wouldn't be here if I didn't have that ability. This year, I've had to really think about what I truly believe about myself because it's so easy to judge where you are and to be afraid that you aren't enough. And that could be professionally, personally, in every area, really. And it's true that if your limiting beliefs go unchecked, they start to run rampant. You start using your current circumstance to confirm what you've believed for so long and you didn't even know it. So don't ignore what you're thinking or believing. Just take a look and adjust so that you can move forward feeling better all around. <sighs> does, does anybody else feel better? Lighter? I don't know. I feel a lot lighter. <laughs> okay, so I have something very exciting to share with you. I am launching a book club. This is something that I've been thinking about doing for a while now because if you know me, you know I love to read specifically self-help books. Is it obvious? <laughs> and I really wanted to create a space where all of us who are looking to become better in all areas of our lives could come together and read and learn together. I know that some of you may already be readers, which is amazing, but I also know that others may be interested in getting into reading and reading can be a little intimidating sometimes. There are so many books to choose from and it can be really fun to have other people around to discuss your reading with. So a book club seemed perfect to start because it'll give you the opportunity to learn new things, talk about how you feel about the reading out loud, and you can be a part of a larger community of people like you who are just as interested in self-growth. So the Happily Self-Conscious Book Club is officially open today, specifically for you and for anyone you know who is wanting to learn more about themselves and the world. If you are a fan of this podcast, this book club is definitely for you. I created it with you in mind. You can join for free by clicking the link down below in the show notes. We will be meeting once a month to discuss the latest book club choice and to just connect. The book we will be starting off with together is Captivate, The Science of Succeeding with People by Vanessa Van Edwards, a behavioral investigator. And this book is all about how to take charge in social interactions. Captivate provides simple ways to solve people problems. So we'll be learning how to work a room, which is super exciting, how to read faces, and how to talk to anyone. This book has been on my list of books to read for a while now, and it's 
perfect for our first read because you can walk away from the meetings and start practicing what we learn right away. So when you join the book club, you should see a poll with options for our first meeting, which will be in late October. I wanted to give everyone time to get the book and get started on part one, chapters one through five. Those are the chapters that we'll be discussing at our first meeting at the end of October. Once you join the group, you'll receive email updates and I will also be doing book club updates over on Instagram. So follow me at Miss Tyler Simone so that you don't miss those. Before we go, the quote of the day is, you begin to fly when you let go of self-limiting beliefs and allow your mind and aspirations to rise to greater heights. And one other quote, because I just couldn't help myself. If you accept a limiting belief, then it will become a truth for you. I truly hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so grateful for you being here and for listening. And I hope that you will join me in the Happily Self-Conscious Book Club because I love to meet you and to grow right along with you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to click the follow button so you don't miss future episodes. And if you see another one on the list that you think looks interesting, take a listen or just download it for later. I'll see you next time.